Hello listeners, welcome to Book Reviews by Digital Amrit. Beware, this one is also full of spoilers. Let's look at Kalyani's Bend Your Knees and Do Your Best. This book has a catchy title and gives a hilarious, very real account of what happens in most offices, especially the ones with multi-departmental teams and an accurate narrative of life in Bangalore. Do read this book and trust us, you'd be extremely happy with this. My husband had received a copy of this book from the author in exchange for an honest review. When the book actually arrived at home, I was the one who opened the envelope and looked at its cover. The book was authored by an Indian woman. Mm, interesting, Indian author books coming our way are quite a rarity. The cover art was very attractive but the title did not seem to have much relevance to the cover art. Since my husband had read books by Devdat Nayak and had liked them a lot and the day before this book had arrived, Surendranath Kavach of Surya was also delivered. Expecting this book to be about Hindu mythology, I read the first page and I was a bit confused. I checked the last few pages of the book and it had a glossary explaining terms like Kanna, Mami, etc. At this point of time, I was thoroughly confused. I didn't know what to think of this book. So I quickly closed the book and left it on my husband's desk, ensuring that I hadn't made any dog's ears in going through the book. Usually when my husband reads a book that stands out, he tells me about it along with his guess of whether I would like it or not. So I decided to wait until then. My husband read the book and just wouldn't stop talking about it and he told me that I should read the book because it was amazing. He had a daily routine of checking with me if I had started reading the book or not. I guess he was a little worried if my willingness to read the book would be affected because the author comes across as agnostic. It did not. The book was unique in a lot of ways. This was the first book of an Indian author that I had read. Though it's a work of fiction, I do believe that real-life incidents inspired a good part of the narrative. Also, this was a physical book. Other than Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album, which I had read recently, it had been a very long time since I had held one in my hand. It also meant that I needed to remember the page where I left off before closing the book. About the book's contents, it's about how the author sails through large-scale layoffs at work, how frustrated she is at the end of the layoff storm, though she still has her job, how it affects her general outlook on life, how her relationship with God changes during this phase and how she decides to help a colleague on the personal front, pushing her own life-changing decisions for a later date. The first part of the book brings out what a tough and determined person the author is and how certain things upset her a lot. The author describes the meetings, calls, how she goes about getting inputs from people who are so-called experts but actually do nothing except to be looped in or cc'd in emails. Her reactions to empty promises, theft of ideas, unrealistic expectations, ruthless politicking are such a pleasure to read. The second part of the book takes you through the author's frustrations about life in general, official and personal front. Her house hunting trips by herself and with her colleague, conversations with the real estate agents were so realistic and so much fun to read. Then her health issues worsen her discontent in life and at this point she figures out that she and her imaginary best friend do not share the same ideals. I couldn't help but feel sorry for the author. I found myself agreeing with the values or ideals of her imaginary best friend and not hers. In the third part of the book, she wonders why people would give up their freedom by choosing to get married and when the answer stumps her, she asks herself if marriage was the solution to all her troubles in life. 
her ideas of what would happen if she were to marry. The best case and the worst case scenarios were amazing. At the end, it is the imaginary best friend who helps her see through her fears and illusions and why she can't do what she wanted to. The reasons why she could not retire right away and move to a compact flat far away from the city are explained so beautifully that I read this part over and over again. My other favorite portions of the book are one when she describes how one person is expected to take on the workload of an entire team, second when one of her colleagues call her madam even after being told a million times to go with the first name, and third the author is at a loss to understand why a person by name Vijayalakshmi would be referred to as Lakshmi rather than Vijay. I found this particularly fascinating because well my name is Vijayalakshmi and while most people at work call me Vijay there are a few who do call me Lakshmi creating a lot of confusion as I do have a colleague by name Lakshmi who also happens to be my reporting manager. And can this book be any better not in terms of content but in terms of other aspects one the title could be something more relevant second make it available in electronic format third as a physical book though the cover art is good make it stand out a better background brighter colors or whatever else will make people notice it overall i had a blast reading this book i'm sure you will too thank you kalyani for this amazing book thanks for listening and if you like this episode please share it and give it a thumbs up also do subscribe to digital amrit thank you bye